Headline Hollywood. Entertainment cronies and cinema elitists hand out awards for excellence in moving pictures. Sometimes the winners don't hold up to the test of time. So we're here in the future to tell them how they got it wrong. This is Switch the Envelope. Corey, this show at one time was supposed to be about the past Oscars. Was it not? Yes, it was, Jeff. Well, Corey, it's trivia time. Ooh. Do you know who holds the record for the most Academy Award nominations as well as wins? Hmm. Tom Hanks. No. Nope. No. Uh, Tom Green. Yeah. No. 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 Hmm. Meryl Streep, her middle name is Tom. Most, no, okay. Uh, ooh, Tom Selleck? No? The answer is Mr. Walt Disney. Walt Disney has won an astounding 22 Academy Awards and been nominated 59 times. No actor or producer has ever come close to that number. Tonight on Al's Useless Hollywood Facts, we will look into the little-known facts about America's favorite entertainer. Walt Disney. Well, it's time for Al's Useless Hollywood Facts. Corey, have you ever heard of the name Ub Iwerks? Am I supposed to have heard of Ub Iwerks? Well, I thought you would have heard of the man who designed the most famous cartoon in the world. Up, uh, Iwerks created SpongeBob? SpongeBob? Yeah. No! Up, uh, Iwerks just happens to be the real animator and original creator of Mickey Mouse. Wait, what? No. I'm pretty sure that Walt Disney created Mickey Mouse, Jeff. That hack? No. <laughs> Corey, remind me. What is the most famous saying the Disney Corporation has about their history? Well, they have many, but I think you're looking for the classic. It all started with a mouse. But did it, Jeff? Did it actually start with a mouse? I was under the impression that back in 1923, it all started with an Alice. You know your history. But really, the name we must discuss is Virginia. As in Virginia Davis. She was the young actress who played Alice in the first innovative accomplishment from Walt's original studio, Laughagram. Oh, I know this story. Alice in Cartoonland was based off of a 10-minute short film that Walt Disney created while still living in Missouri. The legend is that while working as a young designer and on-again, off-again animator, Walt Disney created a live-action animated film and it bankrupt Laughagram. So he packed up his life in Missouri. Jumped the rails to California with $40 in his pocket and a bindle stiff on his shoulder. Well, that legend is only slightly true. Despite what the Disney propagandized version would have us believe, Walt Disney actually came out to California with the intention of selling the 10-minute Alice in Wonderland reel. So you're telling me that Walt Disney didn't schlep out to California with holes in his shoes and $40 in his pocket? Actually, before leaving Missouri, he spent a little bit of a time in litigation attempting to receive a check that was owed to him by distributor Pictorial Clubs Incorporated of Tennessee 
they only paid $100 of a whopping $11,000 payday. And we wonder why Walt had to call in his brother Roy to manage the finances. So I'm assuming Walt eventually got his money, which kind of negates the whole $40 to his name thing. Absolutely. Hmm. Okay. Go on. While waiting for things to pan out, Walt Disney hooked up with his brother Roy O. Disney, who at the time was selling vacuums. Ooh, that job must have sucked. Moving on. <laughs> Roy asked Walt to sell with him, but before that happened, he received an offer to make a series of six films based on the Alice in Wonderland reel. Walt Disney would receive $1,500 for each cartoon made. Well, that must have been great news for his newly formed company for, um, if I know my Disney history, this first California-based company was called the Disney Brothers Studio? Nice. Well, Corey, this was great news for the Disney Brothers Studio, except Walt Disney did not actually do the animation on the original reel of Alice in Wonderland. Okay, Jeff, I see now where this journey is taking us. Walt Disney has now just moved to California and taken a contract for six cartoon shorts. From animation pioneer Margaret Winkler. Yes, Margaret Winkler, to produce six films that he did not animate for $1,500 a cartoon. Now, Jeff, was $1,500 per cartoon a lot of money in 1923? The average monthly income in 1923 pre-Depression era, according to Al, was $60 per month, and a California home cost approximately $6,000. So yes, this was a lot of money for these 10-minute hybrid animation live action films so i'm guessing that walt disney is going to need an animator to complete this possible gold mine he just fell into enter ub iWorks. <laughs> so so is ub iWorks the man hired to complete this work for walt disney actually ub iWorks was a brilliant animator that walt disney had met several years earlier they met in 1919 at the presman rubin art studio in kansas city missouri when both men were still in their late teens. So if they knew each other since they were teenagers, I assume that iWorks was there from the beginning at Laughagram Studios? He absolutely was. Mm -hmm. Walt Disney was not really an animator, and Ub iWorks was, for his time, a genius, a savant in animation. What do you mean Walt Disney wasn't an animator? My mind is blowing here. Walt Disney was an innovator, and he was creative. He knew how to develop a story and how to sell people on his ideas. He, however, was not a trained animator. He surrounded himself with inspirational people, such as iWorks, to create some of the most amazing early cartoons. Okay, Jeff, let's bring it home. Crush my childhood dreams, let's do it. Say it, just say it. Walt Disney did not create Mickey Mouse. Walt Disney did not create Mickey Mouse. I knew it or 90% of the other animation that Disney produced. You are killing me, dude. Sorry, man. At one point in this story, something did happen between Disney and iWorks, and there was a split. iWorks opened up his own studio, which competed with Disney and Fleischer Studios, known for such very popular old comics as Betty Boop. 
As a designer myself, this is where I start to know a little more of the story. During this period, roughly the mid to late 30s, animation studios were having difficulty moving from black and white to color. iWorks Animation Studios, mostly on the genius of Ub iWorks, was the only studio that incorporated color properly into early cartoons. It was also during this time in 1933 that iWorks invented the first multiplane camera rig out of recycled Chevrolet parts. The multiplane camera would become a future staple of all animation. Eventually, iWorks would go back to work with Disney, but not in animation. He was at the precipice of special visual effects, and he would return to Walt Disney Studios to improve the quality of the studio's output through countless feats of innovation. In addition to the multi-plane camera, he would be the creative mind behind the multi-head optical printer. Throwback to Cinovations. Ah, yes. These Cinovations assisted in the movie The Parent Trap, in which Haley Mills is portrayed as a twin sister foiling herself at camp. He would further refine his live action animation hybrid style with the highly racist, but beautifully animated Song of the South. He invented the most superior background replacement techniques for the children's classic, Mary Poppins. And he would even go out of genre, creating scary ass birds for the birds. The Disney company would eventually recognize iWorks genius and contributions to the Disney legacy by naming him a Disney legend in 1989. After countless years working on his own and with the Disney Corporation, Ub iWorks created numerous inventions, innovations, and creations such as traveling mat systems, 360-degree motion picture screens, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, and motherfucking Mickey Mouse. Ub iWorks was truly amazing. Definitely no regrets does this man have. Nope. Except, hmm. hey, Corey, how much money is 20% of the Disney Corporation worth? I don't know. Like a, a billion dollars. Hmm. Pretty close. But not even close. <laughs> Ub Iwerks owned 20% of the Walt Disney Studios in 1928. Then he left to start his own studio. Uh-oh. Al, uh, how much would that shit be worth today? Thanks, Al. If he was alive today, Ub Iwerks' share of the Walt Disney Corporation would be worth $32 billion. Regrets? And that's our show. Thank you for listening. <laughs> if you liked what you heard about uh, iWorks and Walt Disney history, go ahead and leave us a like or a subscribe or a review anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Also, if you want to continue the conversation, maybe give us a tidbit about uh, iWorks that we didn't mention or that we misrepresented here, though I doubt it. Hit us up on Twitter at Switch Envelope or Instagram at Switch the Envelope. Of course, you can always go to switchtheenvelope.com for all your Switch the Envelope needs. We'll see you later, Switches.
The following has been a Rick Laugh production.